Welcome back watch people and uh, a short while ago um, I uploaded a video from 2016, a re-upload if you like, of a video that I made back in 2016 about not travelling to the biggest liar to try and sell your watch and um, I'd highly recommend that you watch that video because what it's about essentially is um, getting offers for your watch over the telephone and the problems that it presents. Now this is going to be a video that um, reveals watch dealers real thoughts. They won't necessarily tell you this stuff but I'm going to be honest with you and it's not particularly pleasant to listen to in some respects because it, it maybe will hurt some people's feelings a little bit because a lot of people have done it um, and a lot of people do this quite innocently without actually realizing what they're doing um, and how perhaps they're making the watch dealer feel. So let me give you an example. The, the worst type of telephone call or email that a watch dealer can receive um, is how much will you give me for my watch? Uh, it, it's, it's a fishing question. Every dealer in the world knows it's a fishing question. Um, and every dealer in the world knows that you're almost certainly not going to buy that watch. Uh, to, to give you a rough idea, for every 100 emails that I get that says, Hi Paul, I've got this watch, how much will you give me for it? I probably end up buying like two. Um, and that's because that you know as a watch dealer, any experienced watch dealer will know that it's merely a fishing expedition. Um, and all that person is doing is batting you against another dealer to try and get the price up, um, which is natural. I mean, look, everyone wants the best price for their watch, but what this video is about is trying to teach you how to go about it the right way um, without basically, if I'm honest, I'm gonna use the word boring, without boring watch dealers who a lot of times won't even answer your email or won't even speak to you on the phone. If you phone up a watch dealer and say, you know, hi, I've got a Rolex Submariner for sale, what will you give me for it? They're gonna be bored before you've even finished the question because it's a call that they probably get five or six times a day um, with very, very few, if any, results. Um, now, the only people that get a result from that type of telephone call is the liars that I speak about in Don't Travel to the Biggest Liar to try and sell your watch. And just briefly, what that means is, is that if you're that type of dealer, so we'll go back to the Rolex Submariner for for an example. Um, if you offer over the phone, um, you know, a ridiculously high price, that's the only way that you can guarantee that you're gonna get that person to travel from A to B, um, no matter how far you are away, um, to get him into your shop and then you give him the body blow of the price that you're really gonna pay for it, uh, that you really intended to pay for it, um, and you can pull it apart in front of him by condition, the lack of paperwork maybe, whatever the dealer chooses, it's simple. Um, so that is something that uh, will often take place and is a very common practice. So, you know, I mean, look, that's the bad news. So I can hear you saying, well, okay, how do we go about it then? Well, the way to approach, if I was gonna try and sell my watch to a dealer, without actually getting out there on the street. The way that I would approach it is to um, <clears throat> either email or, or call the dealer. It's probably better to email him and say, look, I, I have a watch for sale. This is what it is. Tell him all about the watch. Um, tell him what your appraisal of the watch is condition wise. And again, I've done a video on that. Um, so you're giving him the year, the date, 
sorry, the year, the model of the watch, uh, a detailed condition report, um, whether it has box and papers, any information that you can give him um, so that he can see that you're a serious seller. Um, and I would definitely recommend telling him that you're not hawking this watch around, you're not trying to use him um, as, a, as a, an, a part of an auction. Um, and what you're looking for is an approximate ballpark figure um, to see if it would be worth him coming to see you uh, and if he would indeed be interested. And what you need to do is before you even fire these emails off or make these calls, just do a little bit of research, get on Chrono24, get on eBay and see what your watch is being asked for. You know, see what people are asking for your model watch. If I'm honest with you, again, like I said, my channel is all about telling you stuff that other watch dealers don't want don't want you to know. Um, the bottom line is, look, when someone calls you and says, look, I've got a Rolex Submariner for sale, um, I'll send you some pictures. Look, boys, you know, we're watch dealers. We know what a Rolex Submariner looks like. We've seen a thousand of them. What we need is we need to have that watch in hand and we need a proper appraisal for it to give you a price. But they won't tell you that. It's very, it seems very rude to say, don't bother to send me any pictures. I know what a sub looks like. Um, but that's the truth. That's the truth. We know what it looks like. Uh, it's the finer details that will decide on the value. So if you do your research before you start offering your watch around, um, you know roughly where you need to be with that watch. And to be honest with you, it's far better off to decide what you want for your watch beforehand and actually ask that price to the dealer. Um, the dealer will probably say no or he'll try and bid you. Then it's up for you to decide as to whether the price he's offering is acceptable to you or whether it's not. Um, but dealers are not stupid. They're not gonna, you know, a lot of people send out emails and make telephone calls hoping that they're gonna find the world's worst watch dealer who's gonna offer them some crazy, ridiculously high price over the phone and actually pay it. I mean, it's not gonna happen, right? It doesn't happen. It's not gonna happen. So what watch dealers are looking for are people who sound credible when you're selling a watch. They're listening, they're listening and they're looking to read emails that are coming from a source that looks credible. Um, and a simple inquiry like, how much will you give me for my Rolex Submariner? Um, they're not gonna take it seriously. I mean, we do get emails just that say just that, how much will you give me for my Rolex Submariner? It doesn't even tell you what model it is. Um, it doesn't tell you what metal it is, it's, it's crazy. You know, I mean, how people expect anyone to actually come to any sensible conclusion with, with an email like that or an inquiry like that is, is beyond me. Um, so you've got to put yourself in the position of the watch dealer who gets the same phone call five or six times a day, 10 times a day, whatever. Uh, and you are just one in a series of multiple inquiries that he's gonna get trying to sell their watch and trying to be clever. That, that's the big thing. People try to be clever. They try to be cagey. They try to, they try to be canny. They try to outthink the watch dealer. Um, they think that um, by saying, how much will you give me for this, that the watch dealer is gonna suddenly really want that watch and offer him a crazy price. It's just not gonna happen. You have to be realistic. Now look, unquestionably, there are dealers out there um, and I actually uh, saw a comment that was left um, on my channel and I'm just basically having a quick look at it now. It was from a guy, Factman, um, and he said that when he was selling uh, his Hulk recently, uh, he got five offers with a gap 
between the best and the worst price of £3,700, which is huge, it's a huge gap. But I can tell you what that is, is that the worst price was probably from someone who the guy never met, it's just like an email inquiry or a telephone inquiry and the people are going, look, you know, we're never gonna buy this watch, we'll offer you this much money. And the best price was probably achieved by the person who he obviously actually got the watch right in front of at the end or they had the watch in hand. Um, that's a serious sale, they can see that as a serious sale. Um, watch dealers are extremely wary of what they would call tie kickers people wasting their time just looking for prices looking for unrealistic prices watch dealers feel that every member of the public these days feels that they're a watch dealer and they can get the best price well look guys if you feel that you can get the best price become a watch dealer you can't expect your professional watch dealer to give you a retail price for your watch that you're trying to trade in and look, I know there's people out there that won't like this information, that won't appreciate this information, that think maybe that some of this information is a bit harsh and maybe even a bit rude, um, but it's the truth. That's the way that watch dealers look at it. And I kind of go back to the old adage of, you know, like motor cars for ex uh, as an example. If you're selling something, you need to put a price on it. If you were selling your car, you wouldn't put it in the local paper and say, how much will you give me for my car? Um, and at the same time, if you went to a, a local car showroom and was going to buy a car, you wouldn't expect the salesman to say, I don't know, how much is it? How much do you want to pay? You know, you, you'd expect them to put a price on it. Um, and, and that's the way that watch dealers very much look at uh, people selling their watches. They're at least asking you to give them a price, even if, it, if it's a little bit too much. You know, go in a little bit higher not ridiculously high, but go in a little bit higher and wait for the dealer to say, well, that's gonna be too much. I couldn't pay this, but I could pay this. Now, by putting a sensible price on the watch, by telling the dealer how much you wanna achieve with that watch, um, it gives him an idea. It gives him somewhere to start. Um, but if you just go in blind and say to the dealer, look, I have this watch, how much will you give me for it? This is a piece they've never seen. They've probably got others in stock. They know there's firstly no chance of them buying that watch. So they're gonna treat that question, to be honest with you, they're gonna treat it quite flippantly. Um, in many cases, that is, in most cases. But once again, I've said it before, the best way potentially to sell your watch is to take it to a watch dealer, and ask him what the uh, approximate retail and uh, trade price of the watch is, have a look at the discrepancy. So if he says that uh, he can buy it for 5,000, say, well, what can you sell it for? What will it be, six, seven? See what the, the sort of profit margin is looking for. You know, try and um, get that out of him, get that information out of him. What will he sell it for? And then you've got to allow him a sensible profit, which I'm, I suggest needs to be somewhere around 10%. Um, you can't really expect the guy to work for anything less than 10%. Um, sometimes 5%, depending on how the value of the watch, if it's a very valuable watch, and we're talking a lot of money, 5% is acceptable. But look, out of that 10% profit that he makes, he's gonna have to pay his VAT, his taxes, whatever um, expenses. He's not gonna make much out of that 10%. So I think the moral of this story, if there is one, is that don't be a bore, that's the thing. Don't be a bore, don't call your watch dealer and just tell him, uh, or ask him flippantly, what will you give me for this? Um, don't send him pictures of your submariner that he's seen a million times before. There's not a lot of point in that. Um, unless you're showing him areas of damage. Um, so a lot of people, when they send pictures, they obviously make the best effort 
to take the picture from the best angle, etc., etc. We're not stupid. You know, you don't get um, people putting their pictures on Instagram with the ugliest picture they can find of themselves. They always pick the one that's been photoshopped. And we know, as watch dealers, we know that that's the same when people are selling their watches. We're not really interested in the pictures. Um, we need to see the watch itself, and that's it. So yeah, I would suggest that um, you know uh, you you have definitely got to come to um, a, a price in your mind, you know, a ballpark figure in your mind of where you think your watch should what what it, what you think it should be worth, um, both trade and retail. Um, allow the dealer a profit and give him a figure that you've got in mind for your watch. This is what I'm hoping to achieve. So if you think your watch is selling for say 7,000. So if you look around and you see your watch on average selling for 7,000, the way I would approach it is, well, look, I've got this watch for sale. I'm looking at what they're kind of selling for. I see they're selling for or being asked for around 7,000. Um, obviously I understand that you guys have got to make a profit. I'm looking for, you know, somewhere around six to six and a half, just giving him a little bit of room to knock you back down to six maybe. Uh, and that's the sort of way to approach it. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.